0: I want to take over Wiffle ball. Let's
1: not get into your <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, you ready? Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Hold my bread. Hold it in your hands. Uh, Joel is here, as
1: always, with me, Matt Backus, your other host. Joel, how Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Gather around, breadheads. It is time to carbo-load. Welcome aboard the Gluten Gang. This is Hold My Bread. The $4,055.53. $4, Gained vodka. a dollar. We did get a dollar. Everything's up today. DraftKings had a, hit a little fork in the road. I saw that. Just a hiccup. We're not worried about it. If you look into their filings, if you look at the balance sheets, if you look at the income statement, you will know they've got enough cash on hand to get through three years. You know, Stefan Gilmore can get COVID. Cam Newton can get COVID. The NFL season is going to be probably canceled, in which case, tune into my sports podcast I got to do twice a week. <laughs> It'll be just me fumbling around talking about baseball. Matt, how are you? Do you think they will cancel the season? No, no. No no one cares less about the well-being of their players (laughs) in the NFL. We're good. That draft game sucked.
0: It's solid. Yeah. Uh, I'm good, man. I am good. Um, I've had a uh, pretty good week. Um, Nothing new. Nothing crazy. I've been going rock climbing. You always talk to me about rock climbing. I've been going bouldering. Uh, The last two weeks, I've been bouldering. I'm going every Monday. Monday we, boulders, Monday.
1: You know, Garfield he hates Monday, but if you ask Matt, Monday's rock. Yeah, Monday's <laughs> rock. They
0: rock and they roll, but mainly they rock. Uh, yeah, so I've been doing that. Um, I got a big announcement
1: I wanted to make. I uh, well, I actually have two big announcements I want. You want to go first? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have two big announcements. Uh, what were they? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I did legitimately. Oh, I do have two announcements. Number one, you guys might have been tracking me on this show. I've been getting the DMs. I've been getting people hitting me up. I did not buy into Palantir. It was over the line. I couldn't do it. I'm not chasing that board seat. And... Um, my second announcement is that Matt is in trouble. Oh, that's not a good announcement at that oh. all. That's a very true I'm not idea. in
0: trouble. This is going to be a great episode.
1: I did let you down, but <laughs> it will be a good episode. Well, you know, you there's another thing you're in trouble for. Oh, wow. Two things? I'm trouble you yeah. two things. You drank. Matt picked up my lunch for me because I'm, I'm so busy this week. I'm losing my fucking mind. You're working out. I don't even have time to work out these days. Yeah. I've got midterms for my I stupidly decided I was going to get two master's degrees and then I had a full-time job starting up that also requires me to do research. So yeah, I'm working about 90 hours a week. I didn't even know there were that many hours in a week. My yeah. god. And I was like, "You know, Matt, I got all these midterms. I got four other shows I got to put out this week. Can you uh help me with the outline this week?" And he said, "Yeah, of course." And then Monday came, and then Tuesday came, and then Wednesday, here we
0: are, and I lost track of it.
1: <laughs> he lost track of the it. thing we do every week and have done every week for a year, but it's okay. He came in and he had a very good explanation. What was it? He said <laughs> that uh, the podcast is better with when it's chaotic. Yes, it is. <laughs> Absolutely it is. That's
0: feedback I've gotten from listeners. We're like, I like it when it's a little more chaotic. We thrive off chaos. And I, for one, believe
1: that. And then... Then let a bat out in the room. We'll drive <laughs> off that chaos. No,
0: that, we need controlled chaos. That is, that's 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 too chaotic. Also, where are we going to find a bat? In your old backyard?
1: No, because none of uh, them would move into that bat house. They did move into the bat house. After I, well, you left. They, they, even when I was there, the bat, bats were there. Oh, okay, that's Okay, good. so what's your announcement? I ordered a kettlebell. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. I ordered one. I got one. 35-pound kettlebell. Oh, I owe you $5. I meant to talk about this last episode.
0: What do you owe me $5 for? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> well, I was
1: I was riding my bike past Matt Matt's place of work, Rockefeller Center, yeah, yeah. home of 30 Rock where yep. Liz Lemon works. Also
0: home of the employee of the month, me.
1: We're going to get into that. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I I drove past the security guard. I was like, hey, does Matt Bacchus work there? And she's like, yeah, he's on a lunch break. And I was like, I'll give you $5 to call him a bitch. And she's like, yeah, I'll do it. And I was like, I don't have the money on me. So after you call Matt a bitch, you're going to have to get the $5 from him. (laughs) So... This woman, she was supposed to call you a bitch and then collect five dollars from you. She she did do that.
0: She called me a bitch and then she held me upside down by my ankles until five dollars fell out.
1: Which is how you treat a bitch, you yeah, know? Exactly. That's Schoolyard rules. Uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: She shaked she like shaked and waved me like a, it was like a noodle.
1: Um, yeah, that's why I started rock climbing because I won't be shaken again. well that's how this podcast really formed i actually held matt upside down and he got very upset
0: (laughs) you uh yeah well you know that's that moved our friendship along very quickly though which was nice
1: yeah matt's a pickup artist i'm a pickup artist of a different variety like i I don't drink and i was i always tell people like man i miss drinking i i used to love to pick people up and be like oh you fucked a lot i was like no i would pick people up a lot physically lift them you probably can't tell from the uh, nasally nature of my voice, but I'm a very big man. Yeah, you're a big boy. And not like a big man, like a Midwestern guy with a gut, like the kid's a machine here. Yeah, absolutely. Lithe, muzzled, ready to go. I haven't worked out in five days. I I could cry. At... I'm sore. Um, I'm very sore. And look, I'm in trouble this week. Um, I've had a lot of whores yelling at me on Twitter. Oh, not uh, maybe not actual whores, but whore adjacent, I suppose. Right. So Horse supporters. Yeah, I got a long, I got a wrong number text right. Monday night. I'm working on my accounting homework, and I get a text message from a number I don't know that says, "Should I start an OnlyFans?" And I responded, "Hey, you got the wrong number, but that's a great idea." It, it'll put money in your. It'll, you'll have a great direct res- relationship with your consumers, and it's basically untaxable income. I thought it was a little funny, just being cheeky to a wrong number. Right. So I put it up on my Twitter. A lot of people loved it. Right. People were like, "Oh, that's funny." And then a it's bunch. Very of, funny. And then a bunch of people OnlyFans were like, um, actually, we give our tax forms to the government when we get our OnlyFans, and like, that's not what I was talking about at all. Right. I wasn't saying OnlyFans is untaxed income, I'm saying like, if you, okay, so if you don't know what OnlyFans is, it's what Matt will have in about six months, no, it's like you you post your nudes, people pay for your nudes, maybe you send them little videos, I don't have one, you know, would I be interested in getting one and selling pictures of my feet? Sure, but um, I don't think it's... those big ham hocks, you could make a fortune. I think so. Yeah. Size 15. Here's what you gotta do. You gotta
0: make a. You get mute videos of you stepping on stuff. Pip stepping on cakes <laughs> and pies. Freaks love that stuff. Yeah, isn't? freaks do love freaks that loves stuff. Freaks love stuff. It
1: used to be freaks come out at night. Now it's feet. Cu- freaks come out to your feet stepping on cake. Only fans <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, Does really roll well off the tongue as <sighs> much, but it's still there. Yeah, I was trying to re- recollect a great Houdini lyric. Yeah,
0: I um. Yeah, I don't have an OnlyFans. I would consider it. Here's the problem. It's hard enough to be for me to build a comedy audience. I don't know where to begin building a OnlyFans audience, you know? Well, how mean, do you get people how do you get eyes on your thing?
1: Well, I mean, I think it really goes back to a well researched outline. <laughs> <laughs> like that for me, that's like exhibit A. Yeah,
0: but we've been rolling for what? At least thirty minutes already.
1: <laughs> and we haven't even needed the outline. And but here's 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 what I why I do mean what I said to the OnlyFans heart. it's good advice
0: it's true she's yeah
1: and basically with that business model you yourself are the business so anything tangentially related to your life is a write-off right your apartment your clothes your gym membership all write-offs because that's what's actually generating an income stream right and it's no different from like how it works for people in comedy like we're the business so you know we're able to write off everything the president president paid $750 in taxes last year this is why right and like you're just putting out that sort of like perspective to other people and you can't even do that without people hating on you because they filled out a 1099 right I'm well aware that you filled out a 1099 I don't know you know that's not what I was saying at all but and I tried to engage in this dialogue and I did convince someone that I was on their side.
0: That's good. I mean, how could I don't know how people could look at that and not ass, and assume that you weren't? Like it's you yeah. weren't there was no judgment in your response.
1: Yeah, and it's just like now I gotta justify. Like this sounds like such a cop out. My girl's gonna be like, "Have you been trading tweets with a porn star at three in the morning?" I like, "No, no, no. I was giving tax advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I was just my brain. Yeah. Finance.
1: <laughs> it was that uh, Jake. It's like that State Farm commercial. Oh, she sounds hideous. No, yeah. no. I'm just tel- helping her with her write-offs, man. Yeah.
0: She's got on khakis and a red shirt. Sounds hideous. Uh, yeah. I um. I have uh, looked into OnlyFans, you know, I've, I've perused, but you can't put, they don't accept MasterCard, they don't accept American Express, so everywhere I want to go, apparently not, <laughs> apparently not American Express.
1: And you know why people turn down American Spre- Express, right? No. Because they have the best, like, customer relationships, you can always dispute a charge with Amex, they'll take it back like nothing, credit on your account. If I get anything that's late, I just call Amex like, you know what, wasn't up to my standards. They'll usually take care of it. So any big purchases, like, I always put them on my Amex as opposed to my Visa. I've got three credit cards. I only have one.
0: I have the American Express, and I keep that shit paid down. The balance is always $20, except for recently. I bought that kettlebell. That was an $80 kettlebell.
1: $80 kettlebell? Well,
0: it was like 80 with shipping.
1: Okay. Yeah. How, mu- how much weight? 35 pounds. Okay. And what are you going to do with it?
0: I don't know. Some presses, some cleans, some swings, some squats. You
1: can probably squat it. Yeah. You can probably press it if you use both hands. Um, yeah. yeah. I would. You didn't consider getting something you could curl?
0: I mean, the goal is to eventually be able to curl this, uh, but I was going to get a 25 pound and uh, I reached out to uh, Diego Lopez and he told me 25 is too light. So I was like, all right.
1: I don't know if Diego says it's cool. I I trust Diego. That's exactly most, what I did. Uh, I was like, look,
0: man, I'm trying to buy a kettlebell. I was like, I'm looking at getting a 25-pound, and he said, get 35. 25 is too light. And it's like, I like that, because it's like, hopefully, I'll be able to curl. I could probably curl a 35-pound kettlebell
1: once or twice. I do think kettlebells are like the dumbest piece of fitness equipment to buy. Why is that? Anything weighs 35 pounds. You're just holding it sedentary. You just want that concentrated weight. Right. And it's like, the, you know, you can't quite that much with it some of the exercises are hard to do like you you, couldn't you do all those exercises with a gallon of milk
0: i I mean (laughs) how many how many no a gallon of milk is not heavy enough
1: yeah but i feel like curling a gallon of milk could be a really good exercise for you i could for sure no i could
0: (laughs) i could curl a gallon of milk probably 20 times exactly curl that curl a gallon of control experiment i'd rather control a kettle. I'd rather curl a kettlebell twice than curl a gallon of milk t- one t- or twenty times.
1: You you would.
0: Plus, I could drop a kettlebell on someone's head if I had to. You know.
1: You could do that with milk. Yeah, no, but- you, could, <laughs> you could lactate it directly onto I, someone. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, I don't know. So I'm excited. It's supposed to come next week. Um, I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm a rock climbing kettlebell guy now.
1: You yeah, those those. Yeah, it's a lot of changes that happened, and like you say, okay. So I don't I don't want to insult. I know I've been a little bit piss and vinegary to start this <laughs> no, show. No, please go ahead. So when you say that you've been rock climbing every Monday, uh-huh. Am I allowed to ask how many Mondays is that? Two in a row. Okay,
0: two, two. That's, yeah. That counts. I wouldn't have said it if I was just one. Yeah. Two in a row.
1: You made it sound. <laughs> this like one will no. come three.
0: This this coming Monday, it'll be three in a
1: row. If you don't. If you do not. <laughs> <laughs> go this Monday you're issuing a, an apology <laughs> the, I'll, I'll
0: unwrinkle you'll hear me crinkling paper as I unroll my statement um well I was gonna go uh, Wednesday I was gonna go today but it just didn't work out
1: yeah you're not allowed to work out till I'm done with midterms nobody is
0: I like uh I don't know I like it I, you always told me I was built for rock climbing and it's true it, it is fucking, true I scamper up those rocks and it's it's awesome I was doing bolt like free bouldering where you don't have a harness and you just have to like use your butt it was it was good i like it
1: do they have the auto belay there
0: they do but i didn't need that i had somebody with me
1: but auto who goes rock climbing with you uh taylor oh okay your yeah. sister great yeah 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 tiffany yeah. doesn't go no yeah Tif- tiffany Tiff- taylor back is a real good friend of the show she's got it's weird it's a hyphenated first name it's crazy yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
0: my parents couldn't agree so they're like we're gonna add a hyphen on the first name but yeah they have auto belays people are using those um, But, yeah, she has, like, her belay certification or no, something. No, but like autoblays
1: are more fun. Why? You just get to let go and just, wee, it's a little ride for you that you earn through oh. your the work of your muscles.
0: Dude, it was so cool. There were some of them that were, like, really hard. Like, they would, like, you know, like, straight up, up the wall straight, and then it would be a diamond that would kind of jut
1: out from the wall. It was really hard, but it was fun. Yeah, and you, you develop skill very quickly. Like, you have little muscles in your forearms and fingers that you develop yeah. quicker than any spot... Are you your own cell phone background?
0: No, that's nice that you think that's me, though. That's Liam Gallagher.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oasis. It could be you, though. Yeah, it could be. It's
0: you could... nice. See, see, what a nice thing to say. Um, yeah, well, so I haven't... Uh, well, we haven't really talked about Finest at all, except for the OnlyFans advice. But
1: um, what no. do you think about the... Uh, we talked a little bit about this. Can I cut you off? Please, go ahead. Exciting news. My My white whale is coming, folks. It seems that a certain company in Las Vegas called ENRT, a penny stock that I've somehow lost a lot of money on. And have held for multiple years. I at this still point. hold it. Guess how many shares of ENRT I have? I like th- Isn't it a couple thousand? A couple is putting it mildly. <laughs> 20,000. I've got 26,000 shares of this company. Oh, boy. And then they signed an NDA today because uh, a company that needs a lot of lithium is looking to buy their lithium tesla so it could be tesla it did name tesla in the press release about it uh-huh. and like maybe that's just driving it up right but you know this stock goes up like 3 days a year you're catching me on one of the great 3 days if if this thing hits were to somehow hit $8 a share i'd make $200,000 damn and you know if tesla buys them that just lend that just legitimizes that company it'll shoot through the roof all if i i just need it to hit a dollar a share and i'm chilling
0: right how likely do you think that is to happen do you i mean it's because you've had it you have a unique perspective where you've had that for a long time you were told about this a while ago you have a huge number of it and i'm sure you've been following it somewhat closely given how much literally how invested you are in it
1: I mean, if you're just going to buy something with lithium futures, like Mm -hmm. they're just the way that electronic vehicles are so dependent with lithium with their batteries, no alkaline necessary. So there's a market for any company to sell the lithium that they're able to harvest. And if they're able to, like, harvest lithium with a decent degree of efficiency, I do like their outlook. At this point, I don't think I can ever sell the stock. And, like, if it zeroes out, like it it's zeroed out already like multiple times so we're good. Uh it's not listed on Robinhood. The yep. It's too small. Delisted. Yeah, Robinhood's a real size queen. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um well, I'm, I am this is the first time I've looked at my personal portfolio today and it's really recovered from so there was that drop yesterday. Um and I had talked to actually our guest from last week about this. Um about what was this the big sell-offs and he and i both had kind of talked about how we think it was the um it was trump's you know the covid him being diagnosed with covid was not good for the market but then the uh the relief negotiations for covid19 he said that they're negotiating no more until the election and i think that is what made the stocks dip do you what do you think about that do you think i'm wrong or do you think that because that makes sense to me
1: yeah and i do think the second wave is becoming a reality like there's a lot more fear in there and like you know covid many things but it's got it's got a great pr team it announced its presence initially in Mm -hmm. march yep and it took down tom hanks rudy gobert and this past weekend we saw it take down donald trump And then, if so I'm doing probability exercises in my statistics course. Mm -hmm. And if you want to get a whole of something, get every possible one included, you get the compliment. So if you want, if you're happy about Donald Trump having COVID, the compliment for the population who's upset that he has COVID will be happy when they find out Cam Newton has COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Do you think that he...
0: Do you think all these like NFL players are getting getting are going to recover as quickly as Donald Trump supposedly recovered? Um, or do you think they're going to lean into it being to to because I feel like he's clearly trying to downplay the whole situation. Yeah, so. but he's
1: on like nine different treatments can you really downplay anything ever like yeah it's no big deal i just had to do a dozen things to address it and like, well, it's like
0: they came up with that press conference and they were like the president's doing fine it's like bro you have 12 doctors behind you <laughs> There are 12 doctors working on you right now
1: of course you're feeling a little bit better yeah and it's like oh he's fine but um you know he's not he was in the hospital for three days and like that's a big problem for anyone, let alone in obese, 322-pound, 74-year-old man. And I know I get a little bit into conspiracies on this show from time to time, but I will say that the body of him walking from the White House to the helicopter had no resemblance to Donald Trump's body. He that is was, weird, right? His body last looked that thin in Gremlins too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh well i mean you know he could be one of those guys i don't know if i've ever seen him i've never seen the president think about this you want to talk about conspiracies how often do you see the president from the back
1: not a lot it depends on what you're into for in a president like (laughs) see when it comes to president a lot of people judge on policy or like you know political party i'm just an ass man yeah i want (laughs) to know
0: what he looks like coming and going you know hate to see him hate to see him leave love to watch him go you know what i mean but uh i think that Maybe he's a fat guy from the front and from the side. You from do the, see
1: that. I, I always feel bad for fat people generally, but um, when it's <laughs> disproportionate, like, that's the most, because you'll see those, like, people with real skinny legs and giant stomachs. Right. Men in their 60s, mostly.
0: He's built like Alfred Hitchcock, kind of, where he's, like, <laughs> from, from the back, you know, you can't quite tell. But as soon as he turns
1: sideways, he's got, like, a
0: half moon hidden under his shirt. Um, Not to fat-shame any of our Husky listeners. No, no, you know? that was... Buy a kettlebell. Uh...
1: <laughs> yeah, that was not my intention. I am pro-fat-shaming. Um, my mother lost 200 pounds over the course of my lifetime and turned she... into a better person. No, not...
0: she left your stepdad? That's great. Hey, now. Hey-o! <laughs> See, who needs an outline? That ain't in the outline. <laughs> it's off the
1: top of my head. No, it does say here. Matt says a joke. Uh,
0: <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, well, so, yeah, you got the... um. Enrt, that's very exciting. Hopefully, that'll work out. What are you gonna do if you hit two hundred thousand dollars? If that hits, what what what's your first? Take me through how you think you'll feel
1: when if, if it does in fact hit eight dollars and you become a two hundred thousand dollar. Well, I heir. I <laughs> would be fine. I would just take that money out and I'd put it into Vanguard. Nothing too exciting. Uh, maybe I'd get a like a new basketball. Oh, nice. That's be nice. Yeah, but I'm trying to get a solid gold basketball, perhaps. No, I'm, I'm not about spending. I just put it back <laughs> in the market. That's the real game. I want to be out here playing, and it's just like when I win money gambling. That's just more gambling, and so I this agree. is just it's it's more trading. You know, maybe I'll give five grand to our buddy Richie Tollway, and like he can get some stock tips from Hamas or whoever he's talking to, yeah, and yeah. play some options with it. But yeah, it's just stay the course. If I put anything in, it's gotta stay into the system until my idiot fail sons eventually take it out to pay for their septum piercing class. (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah, I don't. uh, I agree with you. I mean, that's how I was able to get my my fucking my eye
1: surgery because I just kept. That's a secret. You don't want that out there.
0: No, I don't. No, it's been out there. It's out there. I did very well gambling, and I. Thanks to you and Donnie's help and thanks to my blind optimism on some bets that pulled through and I was able to fix my eyes. So I'm becoming a better man, Joel. I'm rock climbing. I've got a kettlebell in the mail. I've got better eyesight.
1: Hey, you're only gambling right if the gambling is damaging your body, not fixing it. That's not (laughs) how it's supposed to go. Uh, um, No, uh, that's
0: what I did, though. I took my money. Every time I would win, I would just dump it back into bets, bigger bets.
1: Yeah, I get that, and that's how I've gotten burned before.
0: Um, I've been thinking. So I've been thinking about. I've got my issues with Airbnb. I've had some, a lot of bad experiences with them.
1: N- the issues are normally bed bugs when it comes to Airbnb.
0: Not only bed, yeah, but not only bed bugs though. But it's the way they handle it and their response to it, which isn't a problem in itself. But they are um, s- supposedly going to file for an IPO, three billion dollars in IPO. And I don't know how I feel about it because there is part of me that wants to... And I'm going to... You're invited to this. This is your invitation actually now if I do decide to do this. But my birthday is coming up in December. And I think I'm going to get an Airbnb. If it's possible, get an Airbnb somewhere cool out in the woods by a lake perhaps and get a cabin. Go, yeah. out, there, get, go out there get loose as a goose, you know?
1: I'm down. Yeah. So, think about that. Think, Any-
0: take that into account when you file for your IPO, Airbnb. <laughs> 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 so...
1: Matt, I think he just wanted our <laughs> listeners to know I'm that he's go- having a birthday party.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. My birthday is December fourth. I will be having a party in a cabin in the woods somewhere. Maybe do some uh, mushrooms or something, and uh, play some Catan, or uh, you know, I don't know, just have a time. So,
1: which of our listeners are invited?
0: I don't know. Reach out to the podcast. Let's see if you let's see if you've written a nice review of the show. Well,
1: you really like that guy in Houston. You're always talking about what a cool guy that dude in houston is what guy the guy you really like in houston i don't know you always talk about this oh this guy is so cool Uh, i don't know maybe you'd invite him i don't know who you're talking about i don't remember he messages us on instagram oh
0: josh yeah
1: no right him oh josh is josh is great yeah yeah you, you should invite josh
0: yeah maybe you know uh, we should start a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just me ruining your. Birth. Yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> you know.
1: If, what if you invite the Brettas? We'll do a big car yeah. loaf. We'll each get a loaf of wonder. We'll really do it in real time. Hey, you know,
0: yeah. Email in the show and tell me why you should be invited to my birthday party, and uh, leave us a five-star review on Insta uh, on YouTube.
1: Uh, sh- spread
0: the pod. If you help, if you're helping us grow, then you deserve to take part in the cabin in the woods.
1: Yeah, you can come to the birthday party, and um, do you have a plan for getting people to the cabin in the woods?
0: Probably. I was thinking about renting a car.
1: Ooh, you're yeah. finally hitting the big two-five.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, these uh, companies do these uh, big retreats. We're going to have a retreat in the woods. You know, it's a podcast retreat in the woods. Come out. It's a seminar. Uh, we're going to mix and mingle. We're going uh, to uh, develop some synergy. We're going to uh, network um. Other.
1: What's what's the symposium going to be called? Because um, all these retreats have a crazy name.
0: Yeah, I don't know yet. We got to come up with one. This is a. F- I like this bit though. I like this. we I'm gonna. I'm. I'm make a. Get a. Get a banner made. Maybe I'll get T-shirts made.
1: Yeah. Uh, gathering of the uh, financial juggalos. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. I absolutely absolutely twenty twenty. Twenty twenty, yes. Financial jugalos. Uh, we're painting our faces with profit. Uh <laughs> the Fago we're spilling all over each other's gains, brother. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have somebody there giving out hatchet tattoos, uh all that.
1: Yeah, because the hatchet is, um, you know, you'd use the hatchet to tear down your financial barriers. Yeah, it's actually
0: chop, chop at the prof, prof, you know, Uh, either way. So, yeah, Um, Airbnb, a $3 billion in IPO. I just think it's interesting because i don't know it's like uh airbnb is an it's an interesting time for them to be doing that given during a pandemic i don't know if airbnb is thriving necessarily yeah no they've been doing good hotels
1: are doing so badly and when people they travel they want something different they want to stay in an experiential location you know it's true an airbnb it (laughs) suits that (laughs) to a t that is true that's what I, i
0: that's what my mind went to airbnb i was like i bet there's a cool airbnb on the in a woods near a lake or something when i stayed in austin I stayed in an Airbnb that was like very, it was a very unique experience. I stayed, it was like the back room of this woman's house, and she had like, it was very minimalistic. There was no TV. I didn't have my um, laptop with me. I just, um, <clears throat> I couldn't, one of the things that was, they didn't want me to wear shoes in the uh, Airbnb, so I had to wear these like, truly like, Japanese or like, some sort of asian slipper thing that it gave me that i've never seen before or worn before but it was nice uh it was very cool so i uh, agree with you i think people also it's like you could probably get a cool airbnb in the city somewhere um i think i'd like to get out of the city uh, and but i bet you can get a cool airbnb in the city somewhere and uh you know get a sick airbnb like overlooking central park or something i don't know if that exists it's probably really expensive but It seems like it'd be cool. I'll be 30 this year, so, you know. You
1: don't want to put that info out there.
0: What do you, you you know?
1: 20, I'd stick with 20. You, You skew young, you know. Maybe you could, I know you learn stuff from me periodically, but the whole lying about your age thing, take it. Yeah? Yeah, just say 27. Okay. Especially with your hair being long.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I do. I'm really trying to look young, you know. So I'm out here. That's what this is my year too. This is where I, I I fix my eyes. I got my fucking kettlebell. I got. I'm taking the kettlebell. We're bringing the kettlebell to the cabin.
1: I won't be attending. <laughs> no, I'll bring you a gallon of milk. <laughs> so uh, we always talk about Nicola Motors. Shouts to my boy Trevor Milton. Yeah, the milk dog. We gotta have a UFC fight between Adam Newman and Eric and Trevor Milton to determine the most badass ceo of 2020 and so you know i had some homework about you know going through how companies do their financial filings their their you know operating reports their balance sheets and so if you read over the nicholas story they're like yeah we've collected and we've returned 2.3 billion dollars in deposits there's no record of any of that, right. <laughs> like whatsoever, like flagrantly lied. They have a, a cash balance of like $770,000, which is more than I've got. But like, it's still a far cry from 2.3 billion. And like, if you were to even take that money and return it, you'd have to show that transaction somewhere. Right. There's absolutely no record of it whatsoever. So yeah, you're seeing like huge financial fraud and wow, just up today, ENRT is up 257%.
0: Which puts them at a uh, it's nickel. About, it's about four
1: cents a share. Uh, <laughs> just
0: under a nickel. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, this whole nickel thing is not over. It's just going to get worse for them. It's funny because every week I feel like we talk about them. The next week, something even worse happens. You know, the first, when we first did that episode about them pushing that car down the. The Hill, that's when everybody started to come out and they were like issuing open apologies and being like, that is true. We have done this. We have done that. So hopefully next week we'll have even more news to report on about their bumbling uh, CEO.
1: Yeah, and it does seem like GM, like General Motors were locked into this before the bad news came out. So a few weeks ago they announced a deal they were going to acquire 11%. And now it seems like general motors might buy even more
0: gm is going to buy more of Tess nicola wow that seems crazy to me
1: yeah and it's it's weird like i understand the me too movement but i'm reading over like these are a report on investor place about everything wrong with this company and like trevor milton he was accused of sexual assault with a family member and there, there's a quote from this article and it's like but i was wrong his allegations of Milton's misdeeds began to include sexual assault, it's starting to matter. I mean, sure, that's wrong. I'm not pro-sexual assault in any way, shape, or form, but... You know, I think giant financial fraud also matters a lot, especially if you're writing for Investor Place.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, it's well, it just uh, comes down to people draw their line in all the craziest places.
1: Yeah. And like his chief financial advisor was an air. He was pouring concrete two years before he had that job. Like, I think that matters more than. Some predatory behavior in someone's past. The fact that it's like the most flagrant and open fraud of the 21st century, I think that matters a little bit, you know, as opposed to some bad, bad behavior at a family funeral. I, uh, <laughs> did it take place at a funeral? Who knows? And yeah, it took place at his grandfather's funeral. Oh, boy. Which, you know, I... Well, we all <laughs> grieve
0: in different ways, you know? I'm oh,
1: sorry. Yeah, uh, it's like, <laughs> that. what a creepy place to commit incest. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, boy. Uh, well, did you have anything else about Nikolai? I've got some breaking news just... a break. Some breaking news just been handed over to me.
1: You bought another kettlebell, folks. No, I didn't.
0: I didn't break it. I didn't buy another kettlebell. They're very expensive. I almost bought two, and then I was like, I can't be having... What are I need, two 35-pound kettlebells You should have done that with your LASIK. What, bought one <laughs> I eye. only need one. Give yeah. me a monocle. I just walk around. <laughs> you ever meet a guy with a monocle? No. Those people exist, and they're insane. They, they do not exist. I swear to God, they exist. One time I did a show, and at the end of the show, this... I um the dentist she was my dentist she came up to me and was enjoyed the show and then her husband came up to me and had a monocle hanging on his neck and i watched him clean it and then pop it on and i don't know if you've ever had to try and have a conversation with somebody where you're not trying to just explode but that is exactly what was happening
1: and what do you talk about with your dentist's husband i mean he oh i see you got some nice teeth
0: (laughs) (laughs) she does a good job no, I don't know. They were just talking about the show and my jokes, and they were very nice, but it was just such a crazy thing to see somebody cleaning and wearing a monocle like they weren't. It, I mean, it was just so wild. I'll never forget that. But yeah, we have breaking news. Slit across the desk. Ruby Tuesdays closes a lot of their stores. Files for
1: bankruptcy. Goodbye, Ruby Tuesday. You're in chapter seven now. You couldn't <laughs> handle COVID shut down. Now it's time to go liquid.
0: <laughs> Who will what will happen to all the uh the salad bar? They had a good salad bar, you know. Ruby
1: Tuesdays wasn't my jam, you know. I'm. it's a little bit too upscale for me. Ruby Tuesdays, TGI Fridays, those places, if it has a day of the week in its name. Little bit too high That's class for me. That's funny. Ruby
0: Tuesday, TGI Fridays. That's funny. I never
1: even. TGI Fridays is like disturbingly nice. Like, I expected it to be like a nice chill spot there's no tvs up in tgi fridays get the heck
0: out of it's here. a step above it's like a step above applebee's
1: yeah it's a place built for office workers to just go get shit house. that's
0: funny The tennessee-based company has 250 company owned and franchised restaurants in the u.s canada and nine other countries i wonder where the other tgi friday or the, i wonder where the other uh, ruby all right Tuesdays i'll pull are. them
1: up you can you can guess
0: find a map of where the ruby two- i mean there's got to be some in the uk there's probably some in australia there's gonna be one in azerbaijan <laughs>
1: Shouts to Rufat.
0: <laughs> Shouts to Rufat, yeah.
1: Probably maybe Ukraine. Okay, it says there's one in Times Square. Is that Ukraine?
0: Uh, might as well be. Literally, they call it Little Ukraine. <laughs>
1: um, now, now that's actually uh, 59th and 5th.
0: Uh, Tennessee-based company, which was founded in 1972, said so on Wednesdays that its restaurants will mean open throughout the bankruptcy process. So if you want to support Ruby Tuesdays... Which uh, you don't. Which you don't, Yeah you still can help them um, oh here we go yeah i just found it the, U- the us canada and nine other countries hong kong chile and kuwait
1: does chile have a chiles chiles
0: <laughs> they're actually based out of chile i would you, should we go to chile and get some ribs no that's uh, yeah
1: there's a there's a chiles on the top of machu picchu a lot of people don't like it i think it's a big improvement machu
0: picchu's in peru also so let's nice try
1: yeah i i talked all my game (laughs) i was a little mean there and he he got me back
0: today's actions will allow us the opportunity to reposition the company for long-term stability don't worry ruby tuesdays will live forever we will never die uh, it's known, Ruby Tuesdays is known for its salad bar, which can be difficult to sell in post-pandemic world. See, I told you a salad well, they, bar.
1: If they're going to liquefy, they're going to have no trouble selling those barriers. <laughs> <laughs> like, that'll be the first thing sold. Because you do have to sell, like, that's the funniest part of, about bankruptcy. If you are going to close... You have to sell literally everything. Oh yeah,
0: fixtures. You go inside and get some sweet paintings or something off the wall. Yeah, I bet
1: we, we get a we get broadcast from a Ruby Tuesdays booth.
0: That's a good idea. We should do that. Yeah, that's... W- let's <laughs> record live from a Ruby Tuesdays.
1: We could book it out as a podcast studio.
0: I like that. Let's do that. Um, we should go to should we go to the Ruby Tuesdays in Times Square? I've been to that Ruby Tuesdays. My mom and, uh, I and Jeff and some I think my sisters may be there. We all went. And ate at Ruby Tuesdays in Times Square. It's like I got a double-decker. Maybe even a triple. triple. It might even have three floors. Wow. Yeah. We, I'm
1: sure we could find a corner. Man, shame on you. Your poor mother comes to New York City. You're taking her to Ruby Tuesdays. You're a tour guide in that area.
0: This was like my first year in New York, and she wanted something safe and familiar. So we went to Ruby Tuesdays.
1: My son's going to take me there. <laughs> um, I raised him for his whole life. I'm hungry and he don't care. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I don't know. It's very interesting. Restaurants. Uh, uh, one, it's many. Just one of many of the restaurants trying to uh, come back. California Pizza Kitchen filed for bankruptcy in July. Um, their parent company of Chuck E. Cheese. I didn't know that. Did you know that California Pizza Kitchen was owned by owned
1: Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah, our CEO gave birth to a rat. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! The steakhouse chain Sizzler, also based in California, declared bankruptcy
1: last month. Sizzler! Yeah, but bankruptcy is not. It, we 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 talked about this. Yeah, you know, it, it's not these things are closing. These things are, they're just repositioning themselves in, in the marketplace because a lot of these places they're not liquid enough to get through like such an extended down period. Yeah, of course. I mean, they've probably been the nobody's
0: going out to eat so it's like the drop-off has got to be insanely huge for these for these companies and they're just like you said they're not sustainable so yeah i mean we have talked about this we did it a little bit of an episode i think on bankruptcy where it's like bankruptcy is not
1: a death sentence it's not good but it can you can be recovered from yeah that that episode you made a 26 page outline for i did yeah yeah you made a big outline i was like oh man he's getting it together yeah. you know it'll just get easier and easier to do this pod and uh You know that was a nice thought to have for a second yeah (laughs) yeah don't worry next
0: week i'll have a banger of an outline and then uh maybe i'll have two weeks in a row where i have a good outline who knows yeah
1: he's wait what's the second week
0: this next week and the week (laughs) after
1: (laughs) i'm playing in the future yeah he's big on the you know i do think a lot of social psychologists that say to form a new habit you need to do it two (laughs) times
0: exactly that's the rule
1: Two times the charm they say. <laughs> First time, last time. Yeah,
0: exactly. You got to do if you're going to do it, you got to do it once and then you got to do it again and then you can be done with it.
1: There's only two days in a rock climbing gym. Yeah. <laughs> the day you walk in and the following Monday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's on the wall
1: actually in the gym. They say uh, that's their motto, two days at a time. So a lot of companies they they're woke now. We always have fun reporting about that. You know, it's a little bit, uh, you know, fraught with complications. But I think a lot of companies are trying to do a good job. And um, and that's not the case everywhere. Do you know Coinbase?
0: Uh, I do. It's it's like a a cryptocurrency thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, um, they have a whole... It's where you trade cryptocurrency, which is just... um, It's kind of like trading stocks using computers. Yep. And um, their (laughs) CEO said that they have to keep their political views out of the office. (laughs) They can't express themselves. Why? Because it's hurting Coinbase. I believe that. Yeah, it's just like a quote from the CEO's blog. It's like, by mandating that employees keep politics, activism, and their personal beliefs out of the workplace, leaders ensure that many people, historically members of underrepresented groups, silently bear a tremendous emotional weight. And these burdens come with meaningful business cost. So are you banning anything like pro-BLM because it'll make it harder on your black workers? That seems to be the logic there. Yeah, that's, in- that's an interesting uh, thought process. And, you know, back in the day in the 70s, Milton Friedman, he's like, you know, the social responsibility of business is to increase profits. And, like, now we're in a way where social business, social media has kind of accelerated the reach and rise of certain groups and beliefs, and our collective mental health is on a steep decline. We're going to be worse off than our parents. And, like, that kind of philosophy has created the inequalities that we have across the board here. And to see, like, a big CEO double down on it is crazy.
0: Yeah. That- Wow. Yeah, that's, uh, I've never, it's one of those things where I didn't even really, I've heard of Coinbase, but the CEO, you don't, you don't want to know this. There's a lot of times where you don't want to know the CEO's name, because it's not
1: usually for good reasons. Yeah, and like, a great company, you know, you won't know the CEO's name. A, a, A bad company? Ruby Tuesdays, you will know the CEO's name. Yeah,
0: what is his name? Say his name. It's Ruby Tuesday. Actually. Ruby himself.
1: Yeah, it's a, a Mick Jagger met this hooker, and she went on to start a hamburger chain.
0: Yeah, John, and that's Johnny Rocket. <laughs> Johnny Rocket himself. All right, I got about we got about ten minutes, and I got to bolt. Where are you going? Host of that show. I got to host a show. Central Park, Sheep's Meadow.
1: Sheeps Meadows, Central Park, Matt Bacchus Experience, coming to you live if you're homeless and
0: live in the park. I need to, I got to uh, do this show so I can get my $50 paycheck and buy another kettlebell.
1: Oh, that's how much the kettlebell was? No,
0: I told you the kettlebell was like $80 with shipping. It was like $55, $65.
1: So, you know, it's it's kind of weird. Walgreens is doing really bad. That's surprising. CVS Health is doing really bad. Like, all green stock is down 38% from last year. CVS is down 21%. And, um, you know, maybe it's just because people aren't in Manhattan as much, which is where every chain pharmacy in the world is located. <laughs> That's true. I've
0: been seeing a lot of Dwayne Reeds are closing. No. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Reed himself. Dang. coming and shutting them down there was one that i used to go to in midtown and it's it was on 40 between 5th and 6th on 40 uh 48th and it's gone now
1: well Dwayne reeds are just walgreens they right. kept them as Dwayne reeds because new yorkers we're a little provincial about that right it's very important we only get our pills from a guy named Dwayne. yeah so they're down and but there is there is silver linings in the in uh, on the horizon for these big pharmacies vaccines yeah so not only will we get these vaccines to save us from coronavirus well, to upset suburban soccer bombs who post too much on facebook but we will help walgreens and cvs achieve profitability
0: i thought d d twizzle said he was going to have the military come in and give uh, the in,
1: the in vaccines it could be the military but it will just be cvs and walgreens they do not care it's true.
0: I uh, I like CVS. I've had to go to the CVS like minute clinics. I've I've not gone to the doctor since I moved to New York 5 years ago. And I've only been going to like the CVS talk to the doctor back there. <laughs> That's true.
1: And how is the CVS doctor?
0: Well, truly, the uh, the woman that I've gone to, I've seen her so many times that she remembers me and she's very nice. She's very friendly. One day she I literally it was like when I was working i don't know what i was doing it was a bunch of stuff going on she literally was like you don't seem sick but you are like dehydrated and blah 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 and all this stuff and she's like and you're worn down so she was like she gave me an off like a note from my job that they were like they gave me like three days off just because she was like he he's gonna he's not well he needs to like just relax for a minute it was very nice of her. I thought Dang, it was very nice. I,
1: I need a note to give to my professors. You
0: do. You do need a note. It's nice. She'll do it. I'll. Uh, I'm sure she's
1: still there. Union Square, Central uh, Minute Clinic. It's very nice. <laughs> okay. I mean, I do have a, a primary care physician through Medicare, and uh, yeah, his medical license is from an African country. That does give me some pause. But aside from that, he's great.
0: Hey, there's a lot of sick people over there. You know, they got a practice. <laughs> It's true. There's a lot of people over there. They have a huge population. Like, the pe- the population over there is huge. They need doctors.
1: It's like there's so many... like they play, He's probably very good. Yeah, and they, they're oriented from a community health perspective, so there are probably some good takeaways from African <laughs> medicine. That's what I mean. I'm sure it's great. But, you know, that's just not the framed diploma you expect to see on a wall in a doctor's office, and you can't be like, uh, is that from Africa? But, you, you know... I'm okay with it. My knee's fixed, and that's ultimately all that matters.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know much about Africa, but like I said, I know there's a lot of people over there. There's a lot of people. You know, Africa, that
1: crowded
0: place. Yeah. So many people, you know. Too busy. The Times
1: Square of the world. Exactly.
0: It's like the New York of the world, you know? (laughs) Just so many people.
1: They're just living on top of each other over there. Okay, so I know you got to go to your show. Do you want to plug anything?
0: Uh, I don't think I have anything to plug um, this time. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to have some shows coming up. Just check my Instagram, check my Twitter for those. Are you sure
1: about that? In the state of the world, you're like, I'm certain stand-up comedy is the so, thing. Yeah, I'm sure I'll have something pop up. You're going to be locked in your room for two months. Not
0: in my room. Somebody's room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Somebody who's listening to this podcast potentially's room. Definitely. Yeah, it could be you. <laughs> so if you want to get in by this birthday party, um, the gathering of the financial <laughs> juggalos, <laughs> <laughs> all you to do is let Matt stay in your house for a couple months and then he'll let you stay at his birthday party <laughs> for one night you do have to cover your fair share and mine as well just for you know it's my compensation for really taking up your cause at this juncture and it only seems fair that's yeah. the free market baby
0: well see, so yeah i got nothing i don't really have anything to plug um yeah, nothing to plug. Thanks for listening as always. What a good episode. No outline needed. We, we still We need an it. outline. But
1: we still did it. Everyone yell at Matt. Is no, I tell Joel can... how good of an episode this was. It was such a good episode. <laughs> no, we, we need to do this. I'm, I'm getting two master's degrees to learn more about this and distill better information on a daily basis. We can Google some things and copy and paste the links. It's not that much. Work. You're right. It's true. You're right. So, yeah, you could we, we could put up a vote. And should we plan the episodes or should we Should, I'm, should not, we not?
0: I'm not saying we shouldn't plan we had a loose plan we followed it we weaved we
1: ducked that's what we do no we didn't have a loose plan we had loose change here you're grasping at straws and you're making the whole thing come down <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, alright what do you have to plug I gotta leave
1: uh, I got a billion podcasts I got to do every week that um, you can listen to The Walk On every Monday and Wednesday. I'll have outlines. You can listen to The Friday Props Drop um, on the Props Network as well. That also has an outline in The Professional Gambler's Picks will be out Friday. That was also written. Uh, but, you know, because those were planned, you know, I got to apologize for the quality of the content. <laughs> I'm a dickhead. Do uh, you ever make these helmets kiss? Yeah, I do. Kiss, 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 kiss.
0: All right, that's it. Another episode down. If you want to come to my birthday party, uh, leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify. And let them stay in your house. And let me stay in your house. Bye, everybody.